Walt and the Reese have been X-Files fans from the beginning. Patrick is watching for the first time. Together, they perform improv comedy in New York City, and now they're doing a podcast. It's time for Two Files and a Newborn. Hello, and welcome back to Two Files and a Newborn. Hello, I'm Walter. I'm Larice. I'm Patrick. We're friends now? I was just, uh, I was going to do a new theme song for every episode. Oh, I like it. I like it. Mm, That's cool. This is an (laughs) epic podcast episode for us, right? Because we're talking about what I call the second X-Files movie, the trilogy of Anastasi, The Blessing Way, and Paperclip. What was the first movie? Colony and Endgame for me. I call that, yeah. Because these two and three episode arcs that are... This is more movie-worthy. I don't don't know. The problem I have with calling them a movie is that, like, you can't just watch these three episodes out of context of everything else and know what's going on. No, but it's like a, you know, it's a series, you know. You can't. You need to know a little bit. You need to know what's going on. It's, It's a sequence, like... And if you were to watch them three in a row, it's very clearly like, oh yeah, here's right. the end of this episode. Previously on the X Files. Yeah. <laughs> like I always thought, if you took all these mythology episodes, as they're called, and if they were done today, just did the mythology episodes as like a twelve episode arc on a cable series. They have the DVD sets where you can buy only myth, like certain yeah. myth arc set sections. Right, right, right. I know that. Yeah, they stand alone as like a series above and beyond mm-hmm. everything Somebody else. Somebody made a list. I'm looking at it right now. Somebody made a list on IMDb of uh, mythology only episodes. Wow. Yeah. This is 44. Yeah. That's helpful. Yeah, so it's like four seasons of cable nowadays. And uh, that's what I was saying when they're doing the six new seasons coming out in January. I hope it's all mythology because I could give a crap. It's I don't not. need another and the monster new the episode. Titles have all been yeah. leaked. And as I've said many them, times, but I'm not going to say them. I know, home again. But um, I, I've always called the second X Files movie officially a second X Files movie a waste of time and space because it's a monster of the week episode as a movie. You go bang and, it. You gotta go ditch an X Files. Well, no, but like, who cares? We've had uh, what seventy? Or no, there's been two hundred one episodes and forty four were mythology. But I think part of the idea of doing a movie based on a TV show is that you can just watch the movie as well and right. not need to watch the TV show. Right. Which is why they did a standalone for the second movie. Thing yeah. is, they didn't do a very good standalone. It was like a bad standalone. Yeah. Well, that's the problem, isn't it? Mm-hmm. I don't know. That Entourage movie came out this year and no one went and saw it. Yeah. <laughs> no, but I think the X-Files... People saw the Simpsons movie, though. That's a really Plus, well. like, like at a movie theater, people want to see the aliens. People want to see the sci-fi. You want to see? They only had a thirty million dollar budget. They don't so want to see a bad Frankenstein. You couldn't be doing big explosions. You couldn't yeah. show. They did what they did with the money they had. Right. Which wasn't much. When yeah. did the movie come out? Two thousand eight. Yeah, it was. And it actually did pretty well. I think it made about eighty million, mm-hmm. which isn't bad considering it was a thirty million dollar budget. Was that when the show was over? Show was long over. Oh, okay. So yes, it was over six six years. Yeah, six years. Yeah. And the later. first movie came out after the season five. Yeah, there's was, a uh, which is essential to you have to see the movie yeah. between season five and six, or else you're gonna. We can have lost. a separate podcast on that when it's. We time. can. Yeah. But so, this this trilogy is probably one of my favorite mythology yeah, trilogies. Yeah, awesome. The beginning, I guess, is says story by David Duchovny. Mm-hmm. Chris Carter co-wrote. I don't know about uh, the Anasazi, the Blessing Way, or Paperclip, but I know Anasazi. He was a contributor to the story, mm-hmm. and it's fucking awesome. Yeah, 
Anastasi refers to the... You say Stasi. There's no T in it. Anastasi? Oh, it is. You're right. I always add a T. Anastasi? What's that? I wonder if all my... It's the, uh, I might have added a T in my it's tweets. It's a na- Native American culture. Yeah. yeah. That's what it is. It's an ancient, Nate, yeah, ancient Indian Native American tribe that just disappeared one day. And Albert Holstein... And Albert Holstein... Albert Holstein. He's a wonderful character. Yeah, great guy. Great he, actor. He alludes that they, they were basically all transported and abducted at the same time. Or went left with the aliens. And they, we uh, see the alien skeleton. The star people is a famous... If you watch like ancient aliens TV show, they talk about the star people, that the uh, Native Americans and all of pretty much Western Hemisphere, Native Americans and South America and Central America all kind of have this relationship with something we call the star people. And they look like ants, basically, because they have, like spacesuits. So apparently, that actor is like the go-to Native mm-hmm. American actor as well. Is in Dances with Wolves, mm-hmm. Hidalgo, I love him, and Walker, Texas Ranger. Very anchoring kind of a personality, which is why it kind of works so well for this. And uh, and he toured with Sting at some point. That's kind of David will. I just got a text. David will be at Wizard World Saturday, September twelfth in Pittsburgh. Wizard World. Oh boy! Oh boy! Do I need to go? What the hell is Wizard World? Do it's a uh, it's like a con. It's like Dragon Con. Yeah. There's too but, many cons. But who the hell goes to freaking Wizard World? Go. <laughs> uh, probably the same people that did like Wizard Wars when they did uh, Harry Potter movies. Like uh, yeah, I like to think I'm a geek in some ways. Where, but people where? take it way too far. Okay, the, just so you, I'm gonna just let her know. <laughs> are they still filming all this in Vancouver, by the way? They are back in Vancouver. The first five seasons are in Vancouver. But how did they get it to look like New Mexico? Uh, well, you know, actually, the reason I had the trivia on this, they painted the rocks red. Yes, and if you look closely, yeah. you can see some of the rocks that have been turned over. Oh, really? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I love it when when they see him descend into the pit. There's like a line where the red starts. And, uh, which actually happens. I think, you know, it's supposed to be like, you know, when you dig down and the layers change color because of time and everything else. So they're digging into this thing. They find an old railroad car with alien hybrid bodies and uh, all kinds of stuff going on there. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I mean, there's a lot going on here. You got Mulder's aliens. Well, there's the whole episode. Yeah. We meet the the syndicate or the, uh, the group, the... The big international syndicate is from Rogue Nation. <laughs> oh, that's right, that's right. But I think they call I think they call the syndicate at some point. No, they are called the syndicate. They yeah. are they are the original syndicate. Yeah, they're called the syndicate. It's an um, international. Basically, you have a CSM getting a bunch of calls from all these different international people in yeah. different languages, and then right. we see them actually all assembling together, mm-hmm. and they all uh, have different names. Right. One of them we meet is... later the well manicured man. What do you say? That's the next episode, right? Yeah. When he comes in. Mm-hmm. Well, well that I is, also is Mulder's dad, right? Mulder's well, dad. Bill yes. Mulder. Was he actually part of the syndicate? He he worked for the syndicate. Well, he was part of the CIA. He was CIA. He was one of the um, original members, uh, but he got out because he started to have problems with what they were doing, and uh, and they basically took Samantha as a way to keep him. Like, like we're going to take Samantha, and if you tell on us, we're going to kill her. If you don't tell on us, we'll just use her for experimentation and clones. So, whatever. I don't know which is worse. So either way, you're screwed. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> and uh, you get this well, whole sin again. We're calling everybody. We're getting we're, we're getting ahead of ourselves. Yeah. Because uh, this, like I said, it's it's kind of all blends into all one episode. Mm-hmm. But we do learn. We do meet the syndicate 
for the first time. Right. That thing, that that tape, is a type of disc yes. that I wasn't familiar with. But I guess it's like it's not. I, the whole time I was thinking it was a floppy disk. My memory remembers it as a floppy disk. But it's no, not. Those, those discs. If you were into big computers, most home computers didn't have those discs back then. It was. Um, I forget what they called it. it. Was I think that's what they used to call a hard drive. But uh, it was a bigger. It held a lot of information on it, and you know, if you if you were doing major programming at home, you probably needed one because a floppy disk and a home computer couldn't handle all that information back then. But that was a pretty common thing with uh, computer centers yeah, and whatnot. I'm trying to think what it, there was like another like before external hard drives were a thing. There was like another type of disk. I remember my friend had it when I was. Probably that when it was like the '95, the mid '90s. Right. Oh, trying to remember. What yeah, they, they had floppy them. disks, and then they had the hard disk. Um, the hard disk was smaller it than was the like floppy. It was like its own separate company that you know. This looked like a, for a, while. a big right. cassette tape. Almost. Yeah. It almost looks like a high eight. I want to say zip drive, but I don't think it's called that. Mm, no. There was a zip drive, but that was something else. So the gunmen show up at Mulder's uh, apartment. Uh huh. He's in a shitty mood. And we later find out why. Yeah. Because his water is being, in, like, filtered with these drugs. Right. <laughs> yeah, they got dilution. Like LSD, L right. uh, LSD, and the woman kills her husband? Right. Because you see him running yeah, down. Yeah, the woman kills her husband. But da, da, da. she shows up. Yeah, so he he's in a shitty mood most of the episode. I really love... His confrontation with Skinner in the hallway. He hits him? <laughs> when he punches yeah. him. I love that. Especially when Skinner just like pulls him and puts him in the headlock. Yeah. Skinner's pretty badass. Skinner's a badass. Yeah. And I don't I, I love that whole confrontation in the hallway. And he's like, Are you finished, Agent Mulder? Mm -hmm. He throws him and he just he's so much attitude. I think Skinner might be the most interesting character in this whole trilogy where he goes and he you know, and because Mulder, you know, Skinner often looks like the bad guy in this trilogy, but, you know, you know, just because everybody's so paranoid of everything else, nobody's trusting anyone, and the whole trust no one theme really comes out. And But only when the three of them finally trust each other do they emerge from this thing. And you can, you learn that, learning that Bill Mulder was involved. Yeah. And when... Smoky Man goes to the port on his porch and visits him. Mm -hmm. and says, "I've protected him this long." Yeah, we find out all this information. It's very, it's very intriguing. Yeah, it's very like, oh shit. Right. Yeah. The first time you see that, I mean, now that we've seen it so many times, and we know what happens. Those of us have seen, you know, the next six years, seven years after this, um, this becomes huge. And Bill Mulder knows a lot more than we ever expected. Well, you know. The merchandise. Uh, he says, yeah. I'm going to tell you about the merchandise. Right. And yeah. then he says, deny everything to right. him. I think it was around the third part of this episode where I finally wrote, like, you know, if these people want to have their secrets covered up, they need to stop having children. Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this shit always comes back and bites mm -hmm. people in the ass in shows like this. Well, I mean, Mulder... Like I said, he, he didn't know of his father's involvement. He's quite disgusted about it. Yeah. But then at the same time, Krychik comes and shoots and kills him. Right. So right when he's about to tell him, who we find, I guess the syndicate sent uh, Krychik to do that. And the other guy. And the other dude who shoots Melissa mm -hmm. later on, which I'm still kind of upset about. No, no, Krychik shot Melissa. Did Krychik shoot Krychik shot Melissa. The other guy ends yeah. up shooting Krychik. somebody so else. So Krychik shot. So Krychik is Thinking two for two. Gun. He killed 
Mulder's father, and mm. he killed Scully's sister. Well, he, he was supposed to kill the father. Things don't no, look good. No, Krejcik shot the father on purpose. Yeah, yeah. M- Melissa was by accident. I'm just saying he killed. He killed. He killed. Cool shot. You mm-hmm. see him in the mirror. Mm-hmm. He killed. He killed. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, my treat was he was a really bad assassin. Like he keeps killing the wrong people. He doesn't kill her right away. Yeah. He seems very upset the whole time too. Like he hey, does not you know what's going down. Good. 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 Yeah. So, so yeah. So we got, uh, and then they get this this tape from the thinker, which reveals you know the recorded information of Scully being abducted with Dorian Barry. That whole thing is no, on it doesn't there. say that yet. Just says her no, name. You don't, you don't know what's in the. She just says her name. Well, yeah, we don't there. know the whole deal, but so the, much that, happens that's in the. So tapes. much happens because yeah. Kreischer kills, kills Bill uh, Mulder, and then, and then. Scull- then his dad dies, and then Mulder falls asleep, and then mm-hmm. he turns on Scully, and he's Falls mad asleep, at her. Wake up naked. Wakes no up gun. with like his freaking bo- boxer briefs on. Mm-hmm. When did he take his clothes off? Scully did it. Well, mm-hmm. that's interesting. And then he yells at her. He's pissed at her. Cause yeah. he took his gun. <laughs> what about my gun? No, he's really pissed at her because these drugs are affecting him. Yeah. And then she ends up shooting him, which yeah. is kind of funny. But how the hell does she get him in her car and drive him all the way down to New Mexico? Because he's like twice her size. She's tough. <laughs> I'm like thinking, wait. Yeah, she shoots him and... To stop him from shooting Krychek. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot going on. Do, like, do people really like have that rational thought like in the heat of the moment? <sighs> she does, apparently. Like she, ha- she is wise enough to shoot Mulder because she knows that Mulder is holding Krychek's gun. And if he shoots him, then it's gonna like that. Like you really thought of all that shit in that moment. Like well, she, this happens. She doesn't want. She doesn't want. Well, either way, you don't want him to be go down for murder because there's gonna be enough evidence, mm-hmm. no matter whose gun he's holding. Right. So, well, it plays into a lot of what's going on in the news right now in our own time, where cops will shoot somebody oh, that's boy. unarmed. You know, without getting too deep into the controversy, but I think you know the the cops are trained. And or, and good cops are trained well. Other cops, either they didn't pay attention in training or they weren't trained as well as other. And some departments train their cops better than others. Uh, a well-trained cop who is in their right mind will make these snap decisions and really really quickly and do you know. There's, I don't think all of that was thought out, but she knew he. We can't allow Mulder to kill Crycheck. But obviously, uh, you know, I think that was. I think all that other stuff comes through. But uh, but yeah, a lot she had of times, three days to think about it before he woke up. Yeah, but she's a she's a very smart person. She's in a good mindset. She's not panicking. She's uh, very focused. She's a very good shot, as we learned from the code talker. And uh, I was saying, I was telling you about it. You know, this reminds me of a movie that came out just a couple of years ago, The Wind Talkers, with with Nicolas Cage, where there are army guys trying to protect these Navajo Marines. That that basically Albert Holstein was at one point, but. Uh, yeah, there's just there's just a lot going on here. There's so much, and we get the. Uh, did we talk about it? The Chris Carter cameo. Did you talk about that, Larise? Yeah, that, that? in the boardroom. Yeah, Chris Carter. When they bring Scully yeah. in. Where was he? One of the uh, board members in the uh, meeting. He's the blonde, white-haired guy that talks and says, "You know what? What shouldn't you have done this?" Or, he has like two lines yeah. in that meeting when Skinner calls her in, 
and and she says he's my partner mm-hmm. and he says to her your partner weren't you originally assigned to the exiles to debunk Mulder's mm-hmm. work and then she says yes or whatever and he says would you lie to protect him right there's your Chris Carter cameo oh why here why now mm-hmm. I don't know but he makes <laughs> he's just kind of funny because it's like oh hey Chris Carter what's right, up right, right. what's up uh, let me see if I can pick up pull up a picture so Patrick can see yeah see what Chris Carter cameo I want to see what he looks like. I want to see if he's dreamy. He's pretty dreamy. I tell you, it has to be one of the better cliffhangers of all time. Where the, you know, one of those, the main character might be dead cliffhangers. Yeah. They blow him up. Yeah. And, uh... We know he's not going to die, though. You know he's not going to die, but it's one of those, <laughs> this is going to be a pretty neat trick. How does he survive a bomb inside a car like that? You know, a How does bomb. he survive? Uh, Are we moving on? Because he's not in the box. He's in the box, but what he's able to do, what they show in that, uh, when they first kill them 40, 50 years ago, whenever it was, when they buried that thing, that there was a hole in the train. Like, you saw the little alien creatures running through the hole trying to escape the firebomb they threw down there like 40, 50 years ago. Yeah. And so, back in the day, they had these alien hybrids that they were experimenting on. They decided to exterminate. And they see him running through this hole, and then you see next thing he must have climbed through somehow, but then got buried by all the rubble and all that oh, stuff. So that's what that was. Yeah, so I think that's why they show that. There, oh, there was a hole in the train. It's an old rusted out box car that probably held. Well, he still got messed point. up because he's not okay. He's not okay. They had to have it's like okay. rituals. Yeah. To. Nurse him back to health. All right. Oh, I know. This just took up the entire next episode. Mm-hmm. Pretty brave of them to do for a, a season premiere. They did a lot of research. They did a lot of consulting to make it um, authentic. Yeah, it was very authentic, but it was also just kind of a little boring. <laughs> it's some Star Wars There's moments. a lot of talk. Yeah. There's a lot of concept. It's very spiritual. Very weird effects with like yeah. Mulder in the... That, that was. There. I thought that like, was Star Wars ish yeah. when he had the visitations. Seeing deep throat and seeing his father. Yeah. <laughs> and then he's like completely. And the father's like, backup singers. This is, David, this is what you're going to do for this whole. You're going to lie there. Right. And then on at the some point, side, you're going to turn your head and open your eyes. On the plus side, uh, all the stuff in the season three premiere with, I don't know, with Scully is very action packed and tense. Mm hmm. It is. It is. And there's, there's just a, so there's a whole lot going on. There's just so much going on. It's 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 very it's very intense. Mm-hmm. But I thought the uh, the way they started season three too was a nice little little, little, little uh, monologue there from the from, from Albert the Holstein. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Let's talk about like the men who control history. Like I said, I call this episode the Navajo monologues. There's yeah. a lot of monologuing going on and. Uh, they can't control memory. They can only try to control history and mm-hmm. the truth. And, oh, it very links very nicely to the whole theme of the show, doesn't it? Right. <clears throat> but just... <laughs> I don't know. Just like the whole the whole episode... The whole part two, I guess, of this part three just kind of like was the calm before the storm. Right. No, it's like it's the Empire Strikes Back. It's the the information episode. It's a bra- it's a brave thing to do. Yeah. For your well, season they, they, three you're premieres. setting up a lot because this is the episode where Scully sets off the metal detectors, mm-hmm. right? 
Yes. And we find out about that. The bug that was put in her? The, it's not a bug. It's a, uh, it's a, it's a chip, it's a chip yeah. that was put in her neck, which comes into... And it was put in there back in the day, right, when she was abducted. When she yeah. was abducted. And again, and it's one of those things like the next three it's coming, seasons. Yeah, it's, it has a very significant... Slash pregnant. Yeah, I, right. figured, I figured that would get brought up again. Um, <clears throat> she's obviously upset. She goes to the, I guess, Bill Mulder's funeral, and that's where we meet mm-hmm. Mr. Well Manicured Man. That's right. I love him. Yeah, it's, very like, good it's like new season, new uh, fucking mysterious old guy with no actual name. Right. No, he's a great guy. <laughs> yeah, that's his name. If you look him up, that's what his name yeah, is. Yeah, well manicured man. He well never manicured learned his real man. name. Why do they never name these characters? Uh, uh, they're they're, sh- they're shadow government yeah. figures. I think it's on purpose. Um, so you give him a name and give him too much of identity. I but I do him. like him a lot. Yeah. Uh, the, I do enjoy his performance. What's his motive? There What's were men. Angle, huh? He he. Later on, we do find out some information. He has some grandchildren. I think. Oh, mm-hmm. I'm not going to give it away, but yeah, he 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 actually is trying. Believes I think to do the right. Th- he's doing the right thing. He right. thinks he's on the right side of this. And even most of the sitting, they're not like, oh, we're just bad guys. Let's take care of Mulder. Like they think they're on the right side of this. Right. And. Except for Smoky Man, he's just kind of an ass. But that's a whole other story. Well, it goes back to the Ephemasculata episode. If we tell the public that we have aliens, there's going to be this huge... It, it's one, it's to prevent panic. Two, it, it does give them power by being the only ones who have contact and knowledge of this extraterrestrial thing that's happening. And Skill, mm. Scully got really sassy with Skinner. Yes. She was not Yeah, that's a very it. interesting dynamic this whole episode. She was very... Yeah. Yeah. And people are always snapping at Melissa. Poor Melissa. But I think what's great about this so before episode... Before Melissa gets shot. Poor Melissa. Right. She's like, oh, you know, you're not opening your mind. You've blocked this out of your mind. Right. And she's just like, shut up! I'm like... She's so pretty. Aww. Pretty dead! I think the magic of this episode, the magic of the show, is that they had us with this whole life or death situation that they could take a step back and get a little cerebral, a little philosophical. I think too many shows do that yes. before they deliver the goods. This They deliver the goods with all the action in the end of season two. Mm. And this is allows them to say all this stuff going on. Because it's it's slow, it's monologue but they introduce so much in that process. There's a lot of valuable information. The syndicate revealing itself to us. And uh, all the stuff that's going on with... Um, you know, Crycheck being brought back into it, the molders on his deathbed being brought back to life, and seeing his father and there, Mrs. Mulder yeah, is in just complete on. and total avoidance about yeah. everything. She doesn't want to be bothered or even deal with it. Like right. she has a selective memory. Right. She kind of makes me mad. Walt Ooh, made a quick. She Walt made a uh, funny tweet about the well manicured man. About his brother. Yeah, and then you got you got you got retweeted by X File News, which is funny. That's right. The, his, his brother, brother the well pedicured man. I have it here. His yeah. brother, the well pedicured man, always worked from the shadows, but always a step ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got yeah, feet yeah. pedicured. Yeah. So I was trying to make put foot or feet in there for pedicure, but. Yeah. Krychek sucks at his job because he shot the wrong person, but we're kind of glad she didn't. He didn't shoot Scully because yeah. then he'd be out. But, and uh, the end is very. Uh, a little showdown with Skinner and. Mm-hmm. Scully. Skinner Scully showdown. Yeah. 
in the apartment. They're in Mulder's apartment. Skin skull. Skin skull. Skin man. Skin skull. Hmm, they call him the skin man at one point. Skin later. man. That's yes. that's David's line. It's a very uh, it's later. In that's the episode David with uh, wrote Gary that. Shandling. David wrote David wrote that nickname. <laughs> Gary Shandling's in the show? He makes a cameo in season six. Good it's a him. joke. Yeah, it's very, very funny. He plays Mulder in the T V version. It's a big, so. it's a spoofy episode. Yeah, it's, it's and that's campy. a very it's campy. supernatural, yeah. It's campy. Oh, nice. It's very plays Jillian Anderson. We're getting ahead of ourselves in about four years. Yeah, we're way ahead. But, uh, so the blessing way, you know, we we have Alex Krychek who shoots Melissa and... Uh, Fucking rap boy. Shot the wrong girl. And... Well, you wanted to jump ahead and you did. Oh, no, I did. Oh, oh I, I'm getting ahead of myself. The end of the episode is when they're in, Scully's yes. got her gun on Skinner. Right. Yeah, and then Skinner pulls the Skinner, gun on Scully. And then that's right. Yeah, that's right. That's pretty and intense. That's another cliffhanger. That's yeah. pretty intense. That's awesome. And you see someone under the door. Yeah. And it turns out to be Mulder. That's right. So Mulder's back, and then we're into Paperclip. But Yay. I like it, too, because you, you end up thinking that, like, mm-hmm. Skinner might be a bad guy. Right. Mm-hmm. And this episode starts, and you're like, oh, he's got his reasons. Oh, we've mm-hmm. skipped the whole hype, hype of, uh, hypnotherapist scene. <gasps> oh, yeah. Skull. This, Skull, he actually this gets, one. Goes under the... Uh, <laughs> Adult the, regression hypnosis. Or what is it called? Deep, de- deep regression hypnosis. Mm-hmm. That's because Melissa talks her into it. Mm-hmm. And this one, she does one later on. Uh, she the orgasm? The, and she's, yeah. she's literally <laughs> having an orgasm when it's happening. So this one didn't happen no. so much. She just like she's like lay back there and she's got her head back. She's like, ah! I'm like, oh my god, that's I right. can't. Oh that's yeah. Rob Reiner. You, you have to team. watch. She's like, oh my god, oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Everyone makes fun of it because if you just listen to it and don't mm-hmm. look at it, you're like, she's having sex right now. Yeah. Uh, so this one was better because it didn't have that, uh, that, or maybe it's not better. For <laughs> Here's something funny based on a horrible <laughs> thing I always say. Uh, the, the producers talking about Paperclip uh, re, re- likened the themes of this trilogy to Star Wars trilogy. That's what I thought. And revelations about Mulder's father in Sophie's Choice. So, uh, I thought that was always... Not Sophie the gorilla that was yeah. killed. Okay. Not at all. <laughs> I don't know if I'd compare it to Star Wars. I just thought the one, not this episode, the last one when he was laying down and was visited by his father, and then the, there's some imagery that looks like. Uh, it, and then there's star. There's literally yeah. stars in the background, so that's why I was thinking that. Yeah, they so. they're both have stars in space. I'm in yeah, maybe like, stars yeah. in the sky. But I just remember. Well, Shine everyone high. universally loves Empire yeah. more than they love the other two. Well, but I always say, as a kid, I didn't appreciate Empire Strikes Back until I got older, because that was the more matured theme, the more story-driven episode. You just had a little boner for the Ewoks. Yeah, no, I, I well, Ewok Ewoks boner. were crazy, but I was only twelve when the third one came out, so I saw. He wasn't born yet. Yeah, the, the first Star Wars was this big, giant western in the sky. And then the second one was much more, and the reason it was so good, I always, you know, the same reason to talk about this show, George Lucas didn't really write it or direct it. He was just the supervisor. He had a co-writer and a co-director. Ooh. And the actors were driven by a really great actor's director. So uh, 
But again, I did not appreciate Empire Straight Back so many, many years later. I'm but, laughing because uh, there was something I wrote down that Mulder said that kind of made me giggle. He mm-hmm. was like, I was a dead man, and now I'm back. I could have right. left it that What, my meme? Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, <laughs> I said, I, I was dead for a week, and this is what I come back to. <laughs> <laughs> and then they go to get on the elevator. They're yeah. like, they're, they're going to shoot. They're like, give us, the, give us the tape, give us the tape. And then yeah. he's like, no, I'm keeping it. They get on the <laughs> elevator, and she's like, Ah, oh, you're back. I'm like, give him a hug. Come on. Yeah. You think he's been dead? Give him a. Give him a, give, him a give, him, give him a hug. Give him he doesn't a even give him a hug. They Fro-Hickey just get on the hug, elevator. Hugs everybody. Well, Fro Hickey. Yeah, that was almost like a. Well, you you would think it's a campy line, like I was dead and now I'm back. Mm. Even though like so much ridiculous shit has happened on the show, <laughs> you're like, oh, I guess it's not that crazy. <laughs> no. Right. <laughs> but the way he comes back is through uh, these these uh, ancient. Not Asian, but like these Native American rituals, mm-hmm. the spirit drink. If the body has the will to live. And the white live. buffalo. <laughs> the whole white buffalo thing. It's kind of sad. The white buffalo. So the, the another, Nazi... another X-Files jab at modern medicine. Mm-hmm. What's the deal with the Nazi and the greenhouse? What the with... <laughs> What's the deal with Nazis and the greenhouse? Nazis in the greenhouse. The Nazi in the greenhouse. So he, he basically, they're, they were saying, because based on that photo with Bill, Bill Mulder, the mm-hmm. Lone Gun, we're saying... This guy used, uh, I guess during the Holocaust, used... Um, yeah, he's a Holocaust doctor. He used for alien hybrid experience mm-hmm. uh, victims. Uh, ho- Victor. Ho- victim, Holocaust victims from alien oh, Victor Krempa. No, victims. No, his name was Victor Krempa. Oh, Victor. Victor Krempa. You know, there's something interesting in the, in the episode before Victor dies. Um, he makes a comment to the well-manicured man that... Like the well-manicured man is—I don't think he used the word it's like I, I have my reasons or something. Well, no, like but he—he he alluded to like the well-manicured man and the syndicate being the real evil. Like he was almost doing. Yeah, that's his job. true. That's true. That's true. Yeah. You know, he was almost like, yeah, I was doing stuff, but I was kind of just doing my job. I was doing, you know, he was being directed by people like the well-manicured man, and and probably in Germany there were people directing him to do certain things. He mm. was a genius scientist. But he was also kind of regretting, you know, he's never, he did all this amazing scientific discovery, but because he was using human subjects, he won't be listed with Einstein and Oppenheimer and all these mm. other great scientists, you know. Those are Oppenheimer. Yeah, Oppenheimer. So, Skinner uh, has a face-off with CSM twice, mm-hmm. which is cool. The first one. Yeah. You can tell he's, Skinner's, he's getting. Skinner's coming real badass. Yeah. Yeah. And when my favorite line is, this is when you pucker up and kiss my ass. Yes. That's my favorite yes. line he says in the whole series. Yeah. This is when you pucker up and kiss my ass. I love it, love mm-hmm. it, love it. I cheered when I heard that. What else is that actor in Skinner? He was the uh, the shocker in an old movie where he becomes he's a, in something supernatural. popular. Popular. But besides that, well, he was in Dallas, the reboot. Of know. Dallas. I'm thinking like a movie major motion picture. It doesn't matter. He works a is lot. This, by the way, is this episode the first time you see New York City in the X-Files? Well, when they show that meeting with, you know, the, well, the Nazi doctors in the greenhouse, but then like the meeting with the, yeah. all the dudes in the suits there, they look like they're in like an upper west side townhouse. The establishing shot is very clearly like the side of Central Park. Right. It's like, oh yeah, New York City. Yeah, and, and later, even in the movie, I think later, we, or he goes to New York to, to meet with the Mel Manicured Man at some point. Mulder does. Is that when the car blew up? 
I thought that was in DC. That was in DC, not in the movie. Well, this, this, this whole trilogy is all over the place. Yeah, then all the funeral point. stuff's in Massachusetts. Right. That's true. Right. That's because that's where the parents live. Because Mulder's a Boston boy. Except for the mother who lives in Greenwich, Connecticut, right now. Oh, Stargate, Stargate, Ew, Atlantis. Connecticut. Ugh. Flash of genius. And then Scully, they they go to that, they get to that warehouse, and they find all these files. And Mulder's like, wait here. Yeah, they they're finding all these files. They find their own files. Mulder peels off. He finds out one that was his, and then his sister. All that information is like a lot for him to process. But he's like, stay here and let me go see what's going on because I hear noise. And of course, he sees this big ass ship. And meanwhile. Gully is sitting there with the fire. Why wouldn't he bring her with him to see the ship? <laughs> stay <laughs> That's a here, fucking stay here. You can't see, but you do see all these little shadowy figures going by. Yeah, little green men. Little green men. So I know she saw them. Yeah, well, she's very clearly saw them. <laughs> they were like, I was like, what's that? You saw that one vine, right? Walkos, that's aliens. I'm like, they look like little men, but they're green men. Anyways, so they find yeah, out. They tried, to, they tried to take care of Crycheck too, huh? They tried to blow him up with yeah. the carbon. Oh, they have they have created an enemy in Crycheck now. Yeah, focus. Nothing Krychek. focuses him better than almost being blown yes. up. Well, now he's Krychek. on the loose, right? Crycheck. Yeah. He's, he's out quite. And about. He's pissed. He's pissed at them and, now. Uh, yeah, he's wearing the most like stereotypical '90s outfit, by the way—a <laughs> white T-shirt, right. jeans, and he's got like the Corey's. Older brother Eric haircut from Boy Meets World. He almost <laughs> looked like him too. I had to yeah. double check it to make sure it wasn't the same. Actor. Oh no! <laughs> yeah, it's an interesting look for him because he's he's not as polished when he was an FBI agent, but he's it's he, kind of unpolished for an assassin. I think. You know, he looks very very pedestrian. He's not. He's like they're. You think he needs to be boy. more polished no. to be an FBI agent? Well, when you first meet him in Endgame and Colony, well, not before Endgame and Colony, but earlier in the season, you first meet him. I guess with Dwayne Barry and that whole sequence. He's much more, um, much more polished. I didn't take a lot of notes. I'm so intrigued, and I, I've seen this so many times. But yeah, it's usually the, the better stuff. the episode, the less things there are to write. Right, right, right. Because you're so engrossed in it. The uh, you get this whole secret army that comes after them. They get away pretty good from secret army. Again, they got away. Yeah. They all There's meet the for There's a foreshadowing in, with the bee. Yes. Oh, that's is it foreshadowing, bee. or is that just? No, I think they planned that. They planned they that. They plan ahead for that. There's bees coming up. Yes. Yeah. There's bees. What else is coming up? See, now we can play the game. Hmm. Well, there's a complete and total different episode with the standalone, which is right after this. Mm-hmm. Oh, did you say? Sorry, real quick. You said the spaceship looked like a flying pizza box. That's right. Yeah. The spaceship. Right. There was something weird about the spaceship. <laughs> I mean, they're getting better as the seasons go on with the yeah. spaceship effects. Well, you have better technology, bigger budgets as the show grows, so... It kind of looks like a modern drone a little bit, but... Mm. Yeah, That's it's very boxy. Very boxy. So you want to play the game with the next... Ep- well, the next episode has G- uh, Jack Black and G- uh, Giovanni... That's right, Rizzi. yeah. The very next episode is Giovanni Ribisi I, and I'm Jack not, Black. Yeah, it's an interesting episode coming up. Yeah. But say the name of it. You can ask him what he thinks it is. Uh, DPO. DPO. It's a Tenacious D. <laughs> He's got a, a post office box that has uh, a vampire in it. Pretty close. That's my Jack Black impression. How about Too Shine? Too Shine? Too shy. Too shy? Yeah. Uh, 
the lead singer of Kajagugu is revealed to be uh, uh, one of the members of the consortium. Mm. Consortium? Consortium. Uh, 7-31. 7-3-1. 7-3-1. Uh, ooh, it's, a, it's an episode where there's four different plot lines happening at the same time, but it all takes place and they all crash on the highway in a car crash that happens at 7.31 p.m. That's close. Uh, <laughs> Piper Maru. Piper Maru? Yeah. There is a, uh, uh, a Pied Piper <laughs> who... Who uh, he's he's a maroon and he loses the N. I'm a ha, oh, Jose Chung from outer space. That is not the name of an episode. <laughs> so the episode. Then it's definitely got to be one of those camp episodes. A little bit, yeah. Uh, one more Quag that like a Quagmire. <laughs> Quagmire. 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 Yeah. That actually is a Quagmire. It's, uh, like, it's, a, a, it's like something in a Family Guy, right? Yeah, but that's the that's the character. What's the real word mean? Like the actual definition of quagmire. It's mysterious. No, it's not mysterious. Is it? It's a it's a it's like a soft, wet ground. Quagmire. Yes. Oh, like a quarry that isn't. That's or a situation in? that is hard to deal with or get out of. Thanks, Merriam-Webster. This mm. podcast is brought to you by Merriam-Webster. Oh my, Tesos dos bichos. <laughs> Tessos dos Pichos? Oh, I know what that one is! Yes! Yes! Scully finally I can't take wait for that one. weekend off and go to the I'm beach. I'm obsessed with that one. Are you really? What? That's Chupacabra. Right? Uh, that's not Chupacabra. That's not. Chupacabra! Are you sure? Mm-mm. Are you looking at that's it? That's the ancient artifact from Ecuador. Son of a bitch, where's the Chupacabra? Mm, is that Do you want to rate these three before we wrap up? Yes. I think uh, I, I give it a 10. I give it a 10. a 10. That's got to be the best. Turn, turn, turn. Yeah. Um, I would give, on, like, separately episodes, I would give Anasazi a 9, Blessing Way an 8, and Paperclip a 9. Mm. What, what, what does it take to get a 10 from you? Uh, pure perfection, no complaints. Yeah. No Nadia Comaneci here. What is that? Oh boy. Uh, what's that? Got a 10 for everything, Nadia Comaneci. A who? No. You know Nadia Comaneci. Nadia! The Romanian gymnast that got all the 10s? In the. No. What? Back when they had 10s in gymnastics? I know. I know. You all by that. So, awesome. So, that's our trilogy. Of Blessing Way and Paperclip and Anastasia, Blessing Way and Paperclip. And, what would you uh, call the whole trilogy? Uh, mm-hmm. The second X-Files movie. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> X-Files 2. Mm, clever title, no? No. Alright, never mind. I, I haven't thought that Anastasia, Blessing Way and tra- Paperclip. This is like yeah. balls to the wall to me. This is this yeah. is great X-Files. Balls to This is good wall. X-Files stuff. This it's is all, meaty. It's all because of There's my, a lot of shit going uh, on here. My Daddy's Fault is my name for this trilogy. My Daddy. It's Daddy's Fault. Don't do that voice, Patrick. Goodbye, everyone. Be no, sure no, no. to follow at the Pat Reedy. The creepy voice. At Walt Frazier. And we'll see you in Pittsburgh on hey. September 12th, Hello. 13th. Hello. What? At Larice F. Yeah. And Duchovniacs. Duco- I, I didn't finish. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, we weren't done. Duchovniacs.com. We have lots of plugs. That's right. See, check out all of our episodes. Please. If you like this, write a review on iTunes. Say, hey, yeah. 
Those hey, guys are the best podcasters I've ever heard. Or go to Best Buy and sign into all the computers, iTunes, mm. and write reviews on those. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Jacobniacs is on Facebook now. Yeah. You're excited about that. <laughs> I don't like Facebook anymore. And it was great Facebook rejoicing. is for fuckers. Yeah. <laughs> this episode brought to you not by Facebook. That's right. Oh. Uh, that's it. Pac-Man. I got all nervous. Right. I thought the episode just deleted. <laughs> Bye.